The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? No, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. And greetings on a snowy Wednesday, Tuesday afternoon. Oh, I'm so thrown off. Snowy Tuesday afternoon. Usually, we don't have a show on Tuesday. Here in New York, probably not as snowy in Fort Lauderdale where Dave and Jamie are, but we welcome you to Fantasy Football Today. No, Dave's showing us. Oh, that is so cruel. (laughs) The sunshine outside. It looks absolutely gorgeous in South Florida. But you know what? That's okay. The kids are going to go outside and play in the snow for the first time in a year. We've had a, a very mild winter. But today we have more important things to do. We have a mock draft and none of us are partaking. It is 12 listeners. We want to see how you all out there are going to draft right now on February 28th. Good afternoon or morning, whatever, to Dave and Jamie. Oh, no, it's afternoon. What's going on? How are you guys doing? Good? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm good. I feel like a like a geek. I just got fitted for a mouth guard so at the dentist. So there's that going on in my life. Why? Wow, what's happening? <laughs> he's he's playing fullback for the Giants. <laughs> I'm a tooth grinder, so I uh, have to get a mouth guard for that. All right, let's, uh, let's get this draft started here. And we have 12 audience members that are already, it's already underway. Uh, it is a 12-team half PPR draft and two running backs, two wide receivers, two flex one quarterback, one tight end. So that's the difference here is two flex, and it is half PPR. So let's take a look at the results. And uh, let's we went with uh, Jamar Chase. It's not Dynasty, by the way. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Christian McCaffrey. An interesting way to start the draft. Uh, but that's the reverse order of what it went. Oh, well, that makes more sense. McCaffrey, Jefferson, yeah. Chase. Right, a little thrown off. Sorry. I do have a... Um, I mean, how much? How much did? How much gas did they give you at the dentist? <laughs> I like just got home, rushed to start doing the show, so I'm, I'm a little thrown off. All right, McCaffrey one, Jefferson two, Jamar Chase three, Jonathan Taylor goes four. If you're watching on YouTube, we do have uh, the updated draft board that you can see, 
And Dave, you put this draft together, so tell us about what we're what we're witnessing. We're it, it's exactly what we talked about on the show a couple of weeks ago. Just getting together twelve listeners, guys that have been following us for various amounts of time, some newcomers to Ask FFT, some who've been with us back in the mid two thousands, and uh, just people were emailing me. I picked twelve. It was the first twelve that came in. They were all able to draft, and uh, and away we went. It's it's just an an idea of trying to get, um, kind of a sense of where people in home leagues are drafting. Yeah, because when people watch us draft, they see quarterbacks fall, they see younger players that they haven't heard of go much higher than they would expect. This is our chance to see how everybody who's listening to us is going to draft. And then we can react accordingly with oh, that pick was great or that pick was bad. Uh, and we could literally start with 101 and McCaffrey and whether or not we're comfortable taking McCaffrey first overall. And I, I, I think if you, if you love running backs, it makes sense to go with McCaffrey there. I'm not, I'm not sure that I'm willing to take that risk when someone as secure as Justin Jefferson's been over the last two seasons is available. Who's one on one for you, Jamie? Yeah, same. Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. Um, that's in full and half PPR, non PPR. I think McCaffrey's fine. Um, where running backs are still, you know, a huge priority. But I, I think you know, you just look at what Jefferson has done, should continue to do. You know, he lived up to every expectation we had of him in his third season with, you know, the coaching change. And you know, I, I think despite um, Kirk Cousins obviously not having a a tremendous season, he was still great enough to help. You know, Justin Jefferson have a monster year, so I, I don't see that changing very much in 2023. I'm going to update everybody on the first round, which did have, uh, I think, a very big surprise, I would say, at 11, uh, but mostly looks fairly normal. One, two, three, four, five, six running backs, five wide receivers, one tight end, maybe a little bit more running back heavy than I thought uh, that we'd see. But let me just say this. Okay, describe in, in like one or two words. Justin Jefferson had a blank season for him great season for him right yes yes and in the follow-up christian mccaffrey had a blank season for him great season yeah okay because mccaffrey in half ppr outscored jefferson 18.1 points per game to 17.7 points per game eckler by the way 19.1 points per game outscored everyone other than the quarterbacks uh, so I guess I just bring that up. If if you felt like this was a this was a really good season, but not the best from McCaffrey, but maybe you thought it was the best that we're going to see from Justin Jefferson, which I don't know. You know, he only scored eight touchdowns, so uh, you know, or nine. He had a rushing touchdown. You know, if if you felt that way, and still McCaffrey outscored him, that is just something to keep in mind. But let's update everybody on the first round. Uh, it is McCaffrey, Jefferson, Chase, Taylor, Eckler, Cup. Kelsey at seven, Tyreek Hill, Saquon Barkley, Stefan Diggs, Brees Hall at 11. That was the one that surprised me a little bit. And Ken Walker at 12. Any thoughts? I, I think, you know, just based on the fact that it's so running back heavy, especially if you get to the back end of round one, if you have an inclination on some of these guys and knowing that you can get you know, maybe you're a, a, a top tier receiver or two, as we see in the beginning of the second round, once you start to read it. Um, I think if Brees Hall is is healthy and ready to go, come to start a training camp or early in training camp, 
you may see him creep into the first round and Ken Walker not far behind him. You know, so uh, both those guys as, as rookies were very promising. You know, we uh, uh, I think as as you're starting to you know get the gist from listening to our show and, and probably the last couple of years, you know, trending more toward the younger players that are successful, have the chance to be successful than some of the retread guys. So I don't have necessarily a huge problem with it. I like the receivers better, but, you know, these, these guys are going to come off the board very quickly for me in round two. And you should be aware, Jamie, that the first team, this team with the number one pick, is uh, Eisen Jamieberg is their yeah, name. Is, <laughs> I'm sure you'll be rooting for the McCaffrey team. All right, we just had a run of three quarterbacks in the middle of round two. Remember a few weeks ago I was talking about, hey, what about taking them with the first overall pick? Because you're not going to get them in a lot of drafts. You're not going to get them uh, with your second pick. And I don't think we were quite on board with that. But in this draft, you didn't have the first five picks of the draft, did not have a chance to take Allen, Hurts, or Mahomes. Here's round two so far. A.J. Brown and Devontae Adams. And, you know, Adams was a lot better than A.J. Brown. They both were really good, Dave, but Adams was a lot better than A.J. Brown. Of course, different quarterback this year. Uh, We don't know who it'll be yet. Is it justifiable to take A.J. Brown over Devontae Adams in a half PPR league? I can't do it. Not in a half PPR league. I know that Adams definitely Adams and lamb both have huge edges in full PPR. I think lamb might be the best of the three and a half PPR. Adams would probably be second for me among that group, but Brown's going to be third. I, I just think that there's, he's exciting, but it might be a little too inconsistent. Maybe Glom took Brown. The, the drafter's name is Glom took Brown ahead of Adams and lamb because he knows who the quarterback's going to be. He knows the offensive system really isn't going to change much, if at all. And and so maybe he's just kind of sticking with Brown for that. I also kind of wonder if that was made just because the Eagles made the Super Bowl and Brown had a big part in that. And so maybe that's why he went with Brown over Adams. Maybe he just thought Adams was a little too old. Um, But you can't make that argument for Lamb. Lamb was great last year, and I think he's got room to be better. I think the thing about Adams that you got to be worried about is the quarterback, clearly. You know, if they go the – the rebuild route, which, you know, some are suggesting with Las Vegas, if they strike out on Aaron Rodgers and they don't find a veteran that they like, you know, I think the two guys that you probably see most linked to them at this point, you know, if they can't get a Lamar Jackson, clearly would be Rodgers or, or Garoppolo, knowing that there's a history with Garoppolo and McDaniels. Um, they might hit the reset button, you know, especially when you look at that division and you see, you know, who's who's now there in Denver and, and what the coaching staff will hopefully do with the Broncos and clearly the two other teams, that if the Raiders are smart, they – probably try and trade Devontae Adams because why would he want to be part of a rebuild? So um, there's a lot of uncertainty with him. You know, so if, if you want to avoid the uncertainty, plus we know he's he's at that age where they start to hit a cliff. Uh, hopefully it doesn't happen for him. I don't, I don't anticipate it, but I, I could see if you're a little bit concerned, you might go a different route. All right, catching up on round two, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, Derek Henry was the third pick of round two, CeeDee Lamb, and then this three-quarterback run, Josh Allen at 2.5, Jalen Hurts, 2.6. Patrick Mahomes, 2.7. So Allen, There was a little, uh, I don't know if I'm much paying attention to the chat, but no. I guess Mahomes was an auto pick and got uh, uh, put back in he the He got pool. backed out. That's when Brown went. And so a couple and, of And whoever were, said they took Jalen Hurts said they would have taken Mahomes if they were aware. So Mahomes would have gone ahead of Jalen Hurts. All right, but do you think, I won't ask you if you think this is the right time. Do you think this is going to be the normal time where we start seeing Allen hurts Mahomes? They went ahead of Amonra St. Brown, Travis Etienne, Nick Chubb, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddle, et cetera. This is when and I think we'll see it in home leagues. I think it's, this is later than we'll see in home leagues. I think in home leagues we're going to see it in the round one. 
I, I'm gonna. We're almost done with three rounds, and at the end of round three, uh, just so our audience, or if you're drafting, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna pause it so we can catch up. But I want to ask you a question here, right? We usually, you know, a lot of us maybe we we take a quarterback when we don't love the running backs or wide receivers or occasional tight end. So if you look at the first four picks of round two, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, Derrick Henry, CeeDee Lamb, and then you look at the last five picks of round two, Amonra St. Brown, Travis Etienne, Nick Chubb, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddell. Remember, this is a half PPR league. Is there a difference in tier when you look at A.J. Brown, Adams, Derrick Henry, C.D. Lamb versus Amonra St. Brown, Travis Etienne, Nick Chubb, D- Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddell? Where it now makes sense for those quarterbacks to go because we are we are at a different tier in the draft, and I'm going to pause the draft as we're done with three rounds. Um, but uh, oh, I can't pause the draft. Dave, could you pause? I the got draft, it, please. Thank you. You're saying the three who already went. I'm sorry. I'm saying the those three quarterbacks are in between <laughs> AJ Brown, Devontae Adams, Derrick Henry, C.D. Lamb, then the quarterbacks, then Amonra St. Brown, E.T.N. Chubb, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddle. Is there a tier drop from that first group of Ad, of Brown, Adams, Henry, Lamb to St. Brown, ETN, Chubb, Wilson, Waddle, where it makes sense? Okay, I'm going to take the quarterbacks because this elite group is gone. Now we're in the second, you know, the sub-elite. Now I'm going to take the quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Um, no, I, I think I would still go after ETN, Chubb, Wilson, um, maybe not Waddle. From that group, but most of those guys, I would still rather take ahead of a quarterback. I, I agree with Dave, but I also agree with you, Adam, that there is a tier drop. There is there is definitely a, a little bit of a step down in the upside of those guys in this format by comparison to the the, the group ahead of the quarterbacks. The thing I was confused about was I thought you were saying that does it, then does the next group of quarterbacks start to come off the board? Oh no, well we do get Joe Burrow and about seven more picks, but yeah, I, I think you could make that case that to go from. A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, C.D. Lamb, very accomplished group with a lot of upside to Amonra St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddle. I think you could make the case that's a different tier there. Certainly you make the case Derrick Henry is in a different tier than Travis Etienne. You could also make the case that Nick Chubb is a steal in a half PPR league, guys, at 22 overall. Would you make that sure. case? I, I don't know about steal being the word. I think that's where right around where you'll find him. Okay. All right, let's go to round three. T. Higgins, Devontae Smith, Joe Burrow, Debo Samuel is the fourth pick of round three. Mark Andrews is the fifth pick of round three. Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, Javante Williams, Josh Jacobs. Remember, we did a draft a few weeks ago. He went with the 12th overall pick, Josh Jacobs. Here he's going 33rd. Chris Olave, Tony Pollard, Dallas Goddard. That is Early, I think, for for Goddard, 36th yep. overall. I'll read the round again, and you guys can react. Higgins, Devontae Smith, Joe Burrow, Debo Samuel, Mark Andrews, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, Javante Williams, Josh Jacobs, Chris Olave, uh, Olave Tony Pollard, and Dallas Goddard, and Jamie. Goddard was uh, auto-picked. So. Ah, okay. Um, well, might have a religious guy picking at the turn because he went with Dallas Goddard and Chris Godwin. But if that's not the case, I don't know why it's a Goddard. But okay, uh, Jamie, your thoughts on round three? Um, yeah, so I mean, obviously, great value on Josh Jacobs. If he, uh, you know, doesn't end up in in a good spot, then he might fall to this range. But 
clearly we're hoping either he stays with the Raiders or goes someplace where he's still going to be a featured guy and, and a solo artist. So there's 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 a lot to like about that. I, I think this is you know where we start to see, you know, however you want to nitpick it, the start of you know if these are going to be where these running backs go, where the dead zone starts to come into play. You know, if these guys have you know certainly pitfalls that we we know that that they're capable of having. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I think this is a lot of the guys that are going to go in this range, um, as we talked about with the the sophomore receivers the other day, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, how far apart they'll go from each other. Um, you know, it, it it played out as I thought in the previous draft uh, until you you proved me wrong that it was the wrong draft that I was looking at, um, <laughs> where I said Garrett Wilson went in round two and Olave went in round three. Here it is right here. Those guys going in that range. Dave, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, Javante Williams, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, five running backs in a span of six picks. How is the order there? Uh, I'm surprised at how far Josh Jacobs fell. I think that by the time we get to August, I'm, I'm still assuming that Jacobs will be with the Raiders, and I think people will be excited to take him as a second-round pick when he does get there. Um, I do like Jacobs better than Najee. Um, half PPR Chubb over Najee makes sense. ETN's got more upside than Najee. That makes sense. Pollard, by the time we get to August, he might have more upside than Najee, so that would make some sense there. Um, I still see three running backs, at least three running backs, that I would consider in the third round that were not picked in our third round. Okay, let's get let's resume round four, Dave. The first two picks were Chris Godwin and Justin Fields, and then we will uh, we'll get the clock. There's back also going. a big time receiver that hasn't been picked yet. Okay, and I'm curious about when he will go. You let us know. Now I think there are a couple of teams that I want to spotlight here. One team does not have a wide receiver through three rounds. That is the seventh pick. Travis Kelsey, Jalen Hurts, Aaron Jones. And then there's one team that only has wide receivers through three rounds, and it's Justin Jefferson, Garrett Wilson, and Devontae Smith with the uh, second pick of the draft. It was Jefferson, then Garrett Wilson, then Devontae Smith. So we'll see how those two teams turn out. Uh, DK Metcalf off the board. And I don't have a draft board in front of me, so I don't know who Dave was talking about. Amari Cooper. Ooh, I like that pick, guys. Fourth pick of round four, Amari Cooper. Your hint is it's a receiver who probably will not be on the same team he was on in 2022. Kenny Galladay, still on the board. Released <laughs> today. DeAndre Swift, fifth pick of round four. Interesting pick, interesting player. We know how good he can be when he gets touches. Is he going to... What happened? I never even... I thought we'd get some type of definitive word on why he didn't get much work when he came back from injury. Is that just what DeAndre Swift is going to be? A complimentary back? I'm nervous that it could end up being that. We know that this coaching staff has seen him get hurt multiple times over his few years in the National Football League. They might want to just do the best they can to keep him healthy. I think it is absolutely certain that the Lions are going to use multiple running backs. There were times last year they were using three running backs. One guy would have 40%. One guy would have you know, 30%. And the next guy would have close to 30%. Maybe the guy that 40 would have 45%. And it usually was not Swift who had 45%. There were a ton of games where he only had like eight, 10 touches, and it frustrated us. I'm nervous that that's what he's going to end up being, but he's got that big game potential to him just because of his speed and what he can do as a pass catcher out of the backfield. Uh, Keenan Allen and DeAndre Hopkins were the next two picks. I think that's probably who Dave was talking about, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins, yeah. Yeah. Um, so now, the, now this is kind of a, an old uh, receiving core for... Uh, Gritty Iron Gang, 
Cooper Cup was his first pick. Then Mahomes, Najee Harris, and DeAndre Hopkins. Interesting team there. Uh, that, uh, okay, let's see. We have Lamar Jackson going next. And Jamie, I want to remind everyone, Jamie, this is a two-receiver league with two flexes, and it's half PPR. So do you think, how much does that change things here? Oh, Dalvin Cook just went with the uh, 10th pick of round four. So that's 46th overall. Then Ramondre Stevenson. There's one of the steals. That's one right there. Da- Jamie, what do, you, what do you think? How would you approach this format here? Half PPR, two receivers, two flex. It's not the full PPR three receiver league we're used to playing. Um, I mean, I, I think it lent, especially being half PPR, it lends itself more toward a running back being your flex. Um if you if you are so inclined, but you don't necessarily have to go so receiver heavy, you know, like three of your first five picks, as I, I would prefer to do. But you know, I, I think it, it certainly changes the thought process for sure. That team I mentioned, the Richmond Spiders, who have Justin Jefferson, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Smith, they ended up with Ramondre Stevenson. So uh after Dalvin Cook went off the board. But to see DeAndre Swift, Dalvin Cook, and Ramondre Stevenson in round four, that's encouraging. If you want to wait on running back, how about the team one? But that's if that's if how many quarterbacks have gone now? A lot. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, seven. Mm-hmm. So we had Burrow in round three. We had the the first three guys in round two. Burrow in round three, and then we had Fields, Lamar Jackson, and Justin Herbert in round four. We'll see. Maybe we'll have a little bit of a gap. Who's the next quarterback off the board? Trevor Lawrence, maybe. Probably. How about it's, team uh, one? The, the Lawrence Dak. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like Lawrence is ahead of Dak. Oh, I think so. But tears go. Um, Eisen Jamie Berg took McCaffrey and four wide receivers: uh, Jalen mm, Waddle, like T. Higgins, D.J. Moore, and Christian Kirk. <laughs> I don't know if I like Kirk at, as his fourth receiver, but I like the build. Do you like D.J. Moore as his third receiver? I mean, Moore and Kirk were taken with back to back picks. Okay. Yeah, I, I I would have gone in a different direction than Christian Kirk for sure. Um. Debo Samuel is still on the board. No, he's gone. That's somebody I would have no, taken. No, Debo went really early. Debo, Debo, went, Debo went with the fourth pick of round three. Uh, but Did Cal- he? Calvin Ridley's on the that? board. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, major wide receiver run here in round five. Christian I would have Kirk. taken Ridley out of Kirk, too. By the way, Richmond yeah, Spiders. Yeah, I still like Kirk better. Oh, but I'm sorry. I would have gone man. running back there. Yeah, Richmond Spiders, who started with the three receivers, Ramondre Stevenson and then J.K. Dobbins. It's obviously a good format for uh, for Dobbins, so... I think you got to be pretty happy with with those two running backs waiting till rounds four and five. Sure. All right, Kirk Dobbins, and there's Judy. still a running back that should have been long gone by now who hasn't been picked. Kirk Dobbins, Judy, Mike Williams, Christian Watson, Joe Mixon, middle of round five, Terry McLaurin. First six picks of the round are. Oh, set is that one, two, three, four, five, seven picks. Five of them are wide receivers. Then we have TJ Hawkinson, Drake London, Cam Akers. Jamie, you think Cam Akers should be a fifth-round pick? Yeah, I think so. You know, we'll see where the rookies come into play. But, you know, if he's getting this opportunity to build off the way he finished last season when he looked every bit the part of what the guy we were hoping to see, um, for sure, yeah. Okay. It's a long offseason for him. We will see if he continues to get that opportunity to, uh, to be the main guy. All right, next pick. I think you guys might like this pick. I, it's a little too early for me, but it's Isaiah Pacheco. And uh, 
I don't really like this team. This team is a little too risky for me, and I wouldn't want to go five rounds with one wide receiver, especially when that wide receiver is, how old's Adams, 30 this year? Um, Brees Hall, Devontae Adams, Tony Pollard, Justin Fields, Isaiah Pacheco. That team is full of bust potential to me. Brees Hall, Devontae Adams, Tony Pollard, Justin Fields, Isaiah Pacheco. It's also full of league-winning potential. Yeah, <laughs> it's the absolute boomer bust team. Although I would I would argue that Adams doesn't quite qualify as a boomer bust player the same way that some of these other guys do. But some people really love that in fantasy. They want to go after those high-risk players, the guys that have just the, the tippity-top of the upside. We talk about drafting for upside all the time. And uh, th- this isn't bad. It, think of the path of what it takes for this team to hit. Brees Hall's healthy. Pollard's the main guy in Dallas. Fields is still running like crazy in Chicago. Pacheco's the lead back for Kansas City. And, and he's got stability at receiver. I don't know if Pittman's the best number two, but Adams is super stable. And Michael Pittman, who he took in round six, that's not bad. Th- there's upside with the team. I don't think that that's a bad way to draft. Okay, yeah, he did take uh, Michael Pittman there. Um, Kamara still on the board. Algier, David Montgomery, Miles Sanders. At wide receiver, Mike Evans, George Pickens, Tyler Lockett, Jamison Williams, Deontay John. A lot of the second-year guys still on the board. Gabe Davis, Marquise Brown still on the board. You know, Jamie, Marquise Brown's an interesting player because if we expect Hopkins to be on another team, remember how good Marquise Brown was at the beginning of the year. Of course, you have the quarterback issue, too. Not going to overlook that, but Marquise Brown was a top-10 receiver before his injury and before, obviously, there was no Hopkins, there was Kyler Murray, but uh, when do you think, is this the right range for Marquise Brown? We're into round six here. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, when you start to talk about Calvin Ridley and Michael Pittman and those type of guys, he belongs in that group for sure. Um, if you if we get to the point, uh, the start of camp, and Kyler Murray looks like he's going to be ready to go, you know, there's sort of different reports on it, um, then, yeah, you got to be excited about it. I, I wonder if Marquise Brown regrets his request to be traded and would have rather stayed in Baltimore if Lamar Jackson's going to be there long term. Maybe he just went by the way. All right. So let's catch you up after the Pacheco pick. We had Damian Pierce. Would you guys take Cam Akers, Pacheco and Pierce went back to back to back. Who's your favorite in that group? In this format, Pierce. Pierce. Okay. Dak Prescott was the first pick of round six. He went two picks before Trevor Lawrence. So it was Dak and then Michael Pittman and Trevor Lawrence. And after QB7, who was Justin Herbert, Allen Hurts, Mahomes, Burrow, Fields, Jackson, Herbert, we had almost a round and a half before the next quarterback went off the board. So we did see zero quarterbacks going round five, already two in round six. They are Dak Prescott uh, and Trevor Lawrence. Michael Pittman was the second pick of of uh, the round. Then Trevor Lawrence, then James Conner. Uh, then, so far, four straight receivers. Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, Marquise Brown. Well, I look at that group and I think Ridley is the clear-cut number one. Does anybody Does anybody else feel that way? Ridley, Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, Marquise Brown. Mm, I might have... I'm double-checking my rankings just to see. The number one player in this round? Yeah, that no, those four receivers. Ridley, Evans, Lockett, Marquise Brown. I would much rather have Ridley than the other guys. I, the I only believe, way I'd rather have Ridley is if the quarterback situation in Tampa stinks. Because if they get somebody capable, I'd rather have them. Yeah, as it stands now, Ridley is my favorite of that group. But I don't mind any of those receivers. 
Like, I think all four of them are going to be like solid. And I think they're worth where you took them, where they took them. Yeah. We didn't take them. Miles Sanders, Tyler Algier, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts goes around and a half after TJ Hawkinson. And he goes three picks before George Kittle, who went, uh, that can't be a real pick. Right? We got to check on that. Was that a real pick? Because the same owner, same manager took Pitts and Kittle? Didn't seem like an auto I believe draft. so. All Remember, right. it is a two. Okay. It's not an auto pick. Right. It's a two flex draft. Okay. It's just a bad pick. Yeah, it's a terrible pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't necessarily agree with the pick made by the Richmond Spiders. <laughs> oh, the man. pick was made nonetheless. You know, let's talk about Eisen Jamie Berg with the first uh, overall pick. McCaffrey, Waddle, Higgins, DJ Moore, Christian Kirk. So it was McCaffrey and then four wide receivers. Then Kamara and James Cook. So one of those guys is a bench player right now. No quarterback, no tight end. Could have taken George Kittle. Um, <clears throat> a couple rounds earlier, could have taken Hawkinson or Pitts. But fine, you want to take DJ Moore and Christian Kirk. But missed on Pitts by one pick. Could have taken Piddle, did not do it. Uh, did I say Piddle or Kittle? Kittle. You said Piddle. Okay, <laughs> could have taken... <laughs> I got to go take a Piddle. Uh, could have taken uh, George Kittle. That's his name when he stinks next year. Yeah, but did not. Um, instead has Kamara and Cook, who obviously are a little risk- risky. I, Jamie, Eyes and Jamie Berg, I don't love the way this this your namesake team... Uh, has turned out right now. How do you feel about it? Again, it's McCaffrey, Waddle, Higgins. No argument there. Moore, uh, Kirk, Kamara, Cook. I think if he goes, just looking at the board, Dobbins ahead of Kirk and then takes a tight end along with one of those running backs. So, I mean, look, Kamara's obviously a risk right now because of the looming suspension, but let's say it's a one or two game suspension and this is an absolute steal if it's a minimal situation like that. And so, you know, if he, if he were to gamble on that and say that's his third running back, had he taken another, you know, player instead of, instead of Kirk, if this was a three receiver league, then I love it. But it's mm-hmm. the fact that it's a two receiver league and, and Kirk is definitely a bench player for you when you didn't necessarily get a, a, a starter that could have helped you in a little bit better uh, situation. So I, I, that's the only pick that really bothers me right now, not the player per se, but just the fact of, of, of the build. I guess the the question I have is, how would you feel about your team through seven rounds if you didn't have a quarterback or a tight end? You think that's an okay way to go about things? Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I don't care about that. Okay, right. Well, how many teams have done that though? It looks like there's only two. Yeah, looks. um, Yeah, I only see two. Yeah, I'm totally fine with it. I I kind of prefer it in our drafts when we all kind of wait on quarterback a little bit too long. But it, it's you can come back from that. I don't know if there's anything to really come back from. You might be ahead of a lot of the teams in your league by doing that. <laughs> okay. Uh, round seven. I'm oh, sorry, I was laughing at something in the chat. Uh, James Cook, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, George Pickens, Jamison Williams, Traylon Burks. Look at that. Three sophomore wide receivers in a row. Mm-hmm. Pickens, Jamison Williams, Traylon Burks, Kadarius Toney. Brian Robinson, Deontay Johnson, David Montgomery, Rashad White, and Brandon Cooks. That is round seven. I mean, there is almost no certainty in this round. You do have Kittle, Ayuk, Deontay Johnson, David Montgomery, and Brandon Cooks. 
the other and and I mean, there's not a lot of certainty with a lot of players, right? But but the other guys are James Cook, uh, George Pickens, Jamison Williams, Traylon Burks, Kadarius Tony, Brian Robinson, and Rashad White. So kind of an interesting mix there, Dave, of some veterans and a lot of guys that we hope have a ton of upside in their second or third seasons. And I would imagine by the time we get to August, you'll see a lot of these names going in round six, particularly the receivers like Jamison, Pickens, Burks. And I don't have a problem with them going in round six. If it were full PPR, I would expect Deontay Johnson to be going in round six, if not higher. Rashad White and David Montgomery, if we like their situations, they're going to go much higher than round seven. A lot of really good buys in this round, and that includes James Cook. Bill's jam, Brandon Bean, said it at the Combine in Indianapolis on Tuesday that Cook is going to have his role expanded. Maybe they go all offseason without adding capital at the running back position, and James Cook is the lead guy. You think he's going with the first pick in round seven, then there's no chance of it. He'll, he might be the first pick around three by the time we get to August. Yeah, you know, you, you say seem pretty pessimistic about that the last time we talked about it. Because I, I wasn't sure if that was going to be the case, but if they're going to start talking about him with an expanded role and, and, a, and a lead job in Buffalo, um, look, I don't know if I would take him with the first pick in round three. I don't think I'm going to be that excited because it is Buffalo, but he's a good player and he's going to get good opportunities. And if they keep giving him more opportunities, then I would accept, I would expect him to make more plays than any other Bills running back we've seen in the last three or four seasons. I forgot we have to take a commercial break, so let's do that. We'll be right back, and we are through seven rounds. We'll be back with the second half of this draft here on Fantasy Football Today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back, everybody. All right, so round seven was James Cook, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, George Pickens, Jamison Williams, Traylon Burks, Kadarius Toney, Brian Robinson, David uh, Deontay Johnson, David Montgomery, Rashad White, and Brandon Cooks. I did want to ask you guys. All right, I'm going to do real, real quick questions here. Uh, one person in our chat, Joseph, said that Brian Robinson was a steal in the middle of round seven. Agree or disagree? No, I think that's right about where he'll end up going. Yeah, I think if this was non PPR, maybe it's a steal, but half or full, where he's going to be limited with his reception total. That's about right. Okay, next question. David Montgomery, 10th pick of round seven. Steal? That one could be a steal. I just, I don't see David Montgomery falling into a role where he's touching the ball nine times a game. I think he's, he, I think he's better than that. I don't think he's going to be 20 touches like he was in Chicago, unless he's back in Chicago. But I, I think he'll have a significant role in 
could score a decent amount of touchdowns depending on where he's playing. Last question. You guys think Brandon Cooks has anything left in the tank or is he done so? I think he's got something left. Yeah, I think if he's in the right situation with the right quarterback, he's still fine. Okay. So but a number three receiver. What is going for, on for here fantasy. with the draft? We Oh, okay. We've made some picks. All right. Sh- I think Thomas left. He's done with the board. Schaefer, come on. Let's go, Schaefer. You're five picks behind. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster was the first pick of round eight. Darren Waller. You, you got to let me know when you're resuming the draft. <laughs> what do you mean? We're back. We're back. Go. Oh, yeah, we're back. We're back. Yeah, that was Dave. Blame Dave. All Dave. Juju Smith-Schuster, Darren Waller, Jahan Dotson, Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Myers, Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, I am loving a couple of these picks. Right, I don't know how you guys feel, but... Give me with one. Uh, Myers is my favorite. I mean, he, he's he's somebody that is going to... I'm either going to get buy a lot of stock in this offseason or, or be very disappointed if he doesn't end up in the right situation. But I, I've said this a, a few times. I feel like he's going to be this year's Christian Kirk where, you know, a guy that has a chance to go from a situation where he's been productive to maybe a situation where he explodes a little bit. You know, so he, he's got the chance, I think, to showcase his skills if he's with the right system, right quarterback. So I'm very excited right. about him. I'm excited about him too. I like the Dotson pick better. I like that Dotson. Um, uh, do they stick with Sam Howell in Washington? All right, I wouldn't be as excited about Dotson if they do that. But if they upgrade from Carson Wentz and Sam Howell, uh, I think Dotson's a playmaker. And w- we just went through a round where we saw a bunch of second-year wide receivers go, and we we were talking about how their draft stock might go up. Here's Dotson in early round eight. So a little bit later than those guys and his stock could go right back up just like them. So that's the pick I'm most excited about. How about this, by the way, Jamie, uh, Christian Kirk in his first four seasons had 236 catches. Then he went to Jacksonville, 236 catches. Jacoby Myers in his first four seasons, 235 catches. Yeah. (laughs) They've had a similar career so far. Uh, The picks I really liked were Waller and Watson, actually, because Waller went, you know, a, uh, basically a full round after Pitts and Kittle. And Watson went basically two rounds after Trevor Lawrence and Dak Prescott. So I just like the value there for those guys who have been elite at their position, especially Deshaun Watson. I mean, I think I'm totally, obviously I don't, you know, whatever, all the things, I don't really want to draft him. But forgetting about that, um, totally dismissing the struggles last year. They make complete sense. And he could be a top Five, six guy like he basically was every year of his career. All right, so we go Juju, Waller, Dotson, Watson, Jacoby Myers, Zeke, A.J. Dillon, Kenneth Gainwell, Khalil Herbert, Dalton Schultz, Rashad Bateman, and David Njoku. And it is a tough time in the draft here because... We just don't know where a lot of these guys are going to be. We don't know where Myers will be. We don't know where Zeke will be. We don't know where uh, we don't know where Miles Sanders will be, which will affect Kenneth Gainwell. We don't know where David Montgomery will be, which will affect Khalil Herbert. We don't know where Dalton Schultz will be. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about Rashad Bateman, <laughs> since I didn't name him. Um, the team who started with three receivers went running back, running back, tight end, tight end, and now takes a fourth receiver in round eight, and it's Rashad Bateman. He goes after Juju and Dotson and Jacoby Myers. Dave, was that a good spot for Rashad Bateman? It's okay. 
Uh, not a huge fan of the going in this spot. There's upside, but we've been talking about Rashad Bateman's upside for two seasons. I wonder, I'm almost certain he could have gotten Bateman on his way back in round nine. Um, just wondering if he was truly the best wide receiver that was available on the board at that time. Well, Cortland Sutton just went. Would you rather have Sutton or Bateman? As of now, I'd rather have Sutton. Okay. Uh, Not that I love either one. Teams one and two, as we go into round nine, they just selected their quarterbacks. They were the last two teams to select quarterbacks. So those are quarterbacks 11 and 12 off the board. Nobody has a backup yet. And they are Trey Lance and Kirk Cousins. So Lance, obviously you need to draft someone else. Do you feel like you should draft someone else if you draft Kirk Cousins as your starting quarterback? Uh, Not necessarily, but... You know, I think once we get to the next, through the next probably three rounds, if you start to see a lot of second quarterbacks go, then you might want to consider it. But you'll know what the free agent pool is, you know, if you get to the last round or two and, and there's not a lot of people taking two quarterbacks. So um, it's, uh, it's it's just always how you, you know, sort of look at the board and look how you, you know, feel about what the free agent pool would be. I thought Greg Dolch. I think I thought Greg Dortch just went, but it was Dulcich, which is a much. No. I got to run, guys. Good draft. Thanks for having me. Oh, all right. Thanks, Jamie. Thanks no, for coming. No problem, on. man. Thanks for stopping by. All right. So, Dave, let's look at round nine here. Trey Lance, Kirk Cousins, Cortland Sutton, Evan Ingram, Antonio Gibson, Kareem Hunt. Ugh. This, I do not like this round. It's right. tough. It's really Although tough. Although Evan Ingram was a great pick, uh, Sutton was okay. Um, Read the rest of the round. Yeah. I'll try not to. Antonio Gibson, Kareem Hunt, Tyler Boyd, Greg Dulcich, Leonard Fournette. That Dulcich pick, by the way, was a second tight end for Stellar G's. Uh, he also has Hawkinson. Leonard Fournette, Pat Fryermuth, Zay Jones, and Elijah Mitchell. I, I got to yeah, tell you, Dave, if I, sorry, <laughs> if I was the 10th team, BC, pick, uh, team 10, and I waited until round nine to grab a tight end. And free agents, Dalton Schultz, David Njoku, Evan Ingram, Greg Dulcich, all come off the board, and then I get Pat Fryermuth. I'd be pretty happy about that. I think I would have tried waiting. I really would have. I mean... He did wait. I, I, like, I, I like the basics of that team leading up to that pick, but I think I would have tried to wait until at least coming. Look, it taking... Here's just a little point of... Of, of uh, like a tip that I can give people. All right, we're in around nine, toward the end of round nine, BC's up. All he has to do is look at the two teams picking after him and see that they each have a tight end. And he might be able to figure out for himself, all right, I'm going to take the chance on Fryermuth making it back to me in round 10, where I'll feel like it's an even better value than round nine. And I'll take another player that I really, really want in round nine. I would have tried that. I wouldn't have taken Fryermuth knowing that the other two teams picking after me in round nine and before me in round 10 already have one tight end. Yeah. I don't think that there's a crazy trend being kickstarted in this mock where people are going to take multiple tight ends. Yes. In a two flex league, you'll see a little bit more than that, but I, I would have been surprised if those last two teams had taken Firemuth. And even if they had taken Firemuth, how about Cole Komet? Yeah. Dawson Knox. Is he really that much better than those guys? Okay, good point. I good point. I, I would have waited on that one. So I'm nitpicking, but these are the types of things that can make the difference between getting an okay value on a player and getting a, a good value on a player. And he would have taken another player 
that theoretically would have been taken by Finest or or Glom. Those are the two teams at the end of the round. Okay, we are how many picks into the draft? We are 116 picks into the draft. We have, I think, 13 quarterbacks off the board. And I believe 12 tight ends off the board. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm already liking round 10 better than round nine. All right, yeah. So which picks did you hate in round nine, by the way? Let me just tell you the picks that I didn't hate in round nine, and we'll make it easier that way. No, because Uh, people don't remember. So tell you. Okay, so why don't you run down round nine? All right, you say like. And then I'm I'm going to either make a a happy sound or a sad sound (laughs) based on the pick. Okay, hold on. I got to queue up. We'll my, pause uh, this thing uh, at the end of 10. Okay, Trey Lance. Too soon. Blah. Kirk Cousins. Eh. Disagree with you on Trey Lance, by the way. I mean, because like, that's Round the first pick. too soon for a running quarterback with little experience coming off of an ACL tear. He, it's not an, it wasn't an ACL tear. What was it? It was, was it an ACL tear? I don't think it was an ACL tear. Okay, maybe sure. No, I'm not sure. Broken, broken ankle, right? Okay, was it a fracture? Yeah, it's not too soon. Why did I think it was an ACL tear? He has to wait 24 picks to make his next pick, so I don't know that Trey Lance was going to be there. Okay, Trey Lance, you didn't like Kirk Cousins. I didn't like it either. Yeah, you're right. It was a fracture, a fibula fracture, a ligament disruption in his ankle, not an ACL tear. Pause the draft, Dave. Pause the draft. Yeah, sure. All right, Cortland Sutton. No, no, no. That was the previous round. My bad. Uh, I'll, no, no, no. That was it. Cortland no, Sutton. We want round nine. Cortland Sutton. It's okay. Evan Ingram. Steel. Love it. We. Antonio Gibson. Kareem Hunt. It's more of a TBD, but I'm leaning toward gross. Okay. Uh, Tyler Boyd. Hit that horn, Adam. <laughs> Hit it again. Hit it again for Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd in round nine. Just keep going. Who's, who's taking Tyler Boyd uh, in round nine? It's not even full PPR. I know he's on a great team. There, there are 20 wide receivers I would have taken ahead of Tyler Boyd in round nine. This is ridiculous. Now, maybe trial and error. That's the team that took him. Maybe Tyler Boyd is drafting for that team, and he wanted to take himself. But even he should have known. He could have waited at least two more rounds to take Tyler Boyd. Oh, boy. Okay, how about Greg Dulcich? It's okay. Leonard Fournette. Also okay. Pat Fryermuth. We already talked about that. At best, okay. Zay Jones. At best, okay. Elijah Mitchell. So, Mitchell's an interesting case. I love him in theory, and he's, he's a good running back when he's healthy, but he's always not healthy. So I'm always a little bit nervous about saying Mitchell's a good pick. Last pick around nine, I guess it's okay. So there were a lot of nah, okay picks in round nine, but they're not a lot of good and certainly only one steal with Evan Ingram. Here's round 10. Darnell Mooney. Good. Wandale Robinson. In full PPR, this would be a steal. Half PPR, I think this is about right. Maybe definitely better than Tyler Boyd. Sorry, I had maybe, to this is maybe about right in half PPR for Wandale Robinson. That's where we were at. Yeah, Wandale. Okay. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. No, way too soon. Slightly different if this were a best ball draft because I understand the appeal of getting MVS for best ball, but I just I'm I can't get on board with a redraft with MVS. 
in round 10. Uh, Gabe Davis. Oh, Gabe Davis. This is one of my favorite picks. What a pick. Yes. Yes. Great pick. It's a great pick. It's a great pick. And I know he let us down last year. He let me down last year. The GM in Buffalo talked about how Gabe Davis is still a useful starter on their team. And they want to keep trying to develop him. This will be the latest we will ever see Gabriel Davis go in a 2023 draft. We could restart this thing right now. And the guy that took Tyler Boyd would happily take Gabriel Davis. And yet Gabriel Davis wouldn't be there because someone else would have taken him in round eight. I think round seven, round eight is still going to be the range where Gabriel Davis goes. 112th overall he went in this draft. All right. Next Steel City, USA. Zamir White and Deontay Foreman. I'd lean toward the horn on those two guys, but only may, but only by a round. And I get it. It's round 10. You're taking shots oh. with running backs. I might have taken White in round 10 in one of our drafts. I didn't know what you meant by the horn. You meant that. Okay. that that's the horn. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. That's fine. Uh, he goes before Daniel Jones and Russell Wilson, who went just a little later. Michael Thomas. Worth taking a gamble on him? Yes. that This is the gamble. Uh, Listen, round eight is an okay time to take a gamble on certain players. I'm not sure if Thomas would be that guy, but if he can put together half a season, you'll be thrilled that you got him in round 10. That's a good pick. Sky Moore, Elijah Moore, Josh Palmer. A lot of Moores. I think that Sky Moore, this is a good time to gamble on both Moores. I Uh, like Sky better than Elijah. I'm a little worried about Elijah ever regaining that role that we saw his rookie season. What'd you say? Palmer's a gamble too. It was a lot of what? Said it was a lot. I what? said Sky Moore and Elijah Moore. You said it was a lot of what? What do you mean a lot of? You what? said a lot of what? a lot of Moors. Uh, I believe that would be Moops. Okay, Daniel, you get it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, Daniel. And then Jones. Daniel Jones ends the round. Yeah. This is the time when you're going to see Daniel Jones go in drafts. Some people will still think, "Oh, he's got upside." When they get good receivers that can make plays after the catch, that's when I'll start thinking about buying into Daniel Jones. All right, we can until then. Nah, we can resume the draft, Dave. Uh, by the way, the Daniel Jones manager, the manager was also the Trey Lance drafter, so he took Trey Lance with the first pick of round nine. Okay, two full rounds later. I mean, that's pretty risky. I, I would like to pair Trey Lance with a more stable quarterback, but I don't know that you have that option right now. You know, but who who are the best quarterbacks still available? Two. Oh, I would have gone with Tua. I you know Stable's not exactly Absolutely. the word, but yeah, I would have taken Tua. I would take Tua over Daniel Jones in a heartbeat. But um, all right. So Dawson Knox is the first pick of round eleven. Russell Wilson, Devin Singletary, Samaj P. Ryan. I'm wondering, Dave, if we should start breaking down teams instead of rounds. But you can let me you know. Could. All right, maybe we'll do this. I don't on- have a problem with that. This will be our last round that we break down, and then we'll start breaking down the teams. Okay. Uh, Dawson Knox, Russell Wilson, Devin Singletary, Samaj P. Ryan, Alexander Madison. I wonder if the Dalvin Cook manager should have taken Alexander Madison two picks earlier. Well, so, but we don't know where Madison's going to play. He's the that's free true. agent. Yeah, that's also true. Jeff Wilson. If we knew for sure that he was going to be back in, uh, in mini, then yes. Donovan Peoples Jones. I like that pick. Yeah. Sorry. Right. It's Tyler Boyd. This team. is the time for it. Yeah. Jamal Williams, Mr. Touchdown. He was the highest ranked player left on my board. I expect yeah. him to go back to Detroit. I expect him to be a candidate for a lot of touchdowns. Nice running back depth, regardless of league format. Cole Komet. 
Khalil Shakir. Shakir. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Listen, if if Gabe Davis is going to fade, Khalil Shakir should be the guy that takes over as that number two guy in Buffalo. All right. Two more picks to break down here. And have they been made yet? Cordaro Patterson mm-hmm. is the pick 11-11. Make a wish. You ever have that? Make it like It's 11-11. Make a wish. Did you grow up with yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rashad, I, I didn't grow up in a in a, like a cave, Adam. Well, I don't know if that was a thing or just something my sister used to say. No, she was part of the thing that everybody else was on. Okay. She didn't invent eleven eleven. <laughs> um, don't tell her that. A couple of Dave. players that did not go in the first eleven rounds that I wanted to bring up. Yeah, there's Clyde edwards helaire who may not stay with the Chiefs, and even if he doesn't, he could get an opportunity somewhere else. Damian Harris, same thing, except the Patriots instead of the Chiefs. We already talked about Tua. He didn't go in the first 11 rounds. We know what his upside is. Uh, K.J. Osborne could step into a number two role in Minnesota without Adam Thielen there. And everybody, at least on this podcast, everybody's favorite bench receiver, Isaiah Hodgins, did not get picked in the first 11 rounds. I think that he might, he and Wandale Robinson could be the two Giants receivers that actually stick and become decent players in their offense in 2023. And they're still hanging around. You can still go and get them. So I'm uh I, I'm I'm hoping that those guys start to go a little bit earlier in drafts as, as we move along here. And then there's one more. When is the right time to take Kyler Murray? Ah. Because you know what his potential is, but you have to assume that you're gonna be without him for at least the first four, six weeks of the season. Yeah, I think maybe the Trey Lance Daniel Jones team should take <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't Just be a bad thing. All this, the safest quarterbacks. All right. Uh, well, a lot of the guys you mentioned did come off the board in round 12. Tua, Damian Harris, KJ yep. Osborne. I think Rondell Moore, he also went in round 12. I mean, I really like that pick a lot. Uh, you know, he was so good. I like it better in full PPR than half PPR, but I do think that he's got some potential. And I'm I'm not going to badmouth any picks this late in a the draft. There's Clyde. When you get point you know you're taking a guy that you're just taking a flyer on you're hoping that things click just the tip that i would give is the younger they are um the more upside there potentially is yeah okay so let's break down the teams through 12 rounds now and team one eisen jamie berg took so this is the team that waited on quarterback and tight end and took four receivers with his first five picks right his first seven picks were running backs and receivers mccaffrey Waddle Higgins, DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, Alvin Kamara, James Cook. So one of those guys will be a bench player. Remember, this is half PPR, two running backs, two receivers, two flex. He has Trey Lance and Daniel Jones at quarterback. Oh, and he took Kyler Murray. How about that? So he has Trey Lance, Daniel Jones, and Kyler Murray at quarterback. He has David Njoku and Dawson Knox at tight end. And he also has Isaiah Hodgins for bench depth. Nice. He took Hodgins. Um, he could have had Jerry Judy when he took Christian Kirk. To me, that's the difference between an A plus and an A. I love the depth at wide receiver. Uh, the lack of depth at running back is going to be a problem for him. So the next time he does a mock draft, he should probably focus on more running backs, fewer quarterbacks uh, with his team. And he may, you know, he could have taken J.K. Dobbins when he took Christian Kirk. Yeah. That's what he could have done, Adam, because if he takes Dobbins, he can then take. He could even take Kamara and Cook, 
and then still find receivers later on, like Hodgins. Uh, yeah, he could have taken uh, who? Do you t- who could have got you taken in round eleven? Uh, a Donovan Peoples-Jones, a Lazard, a Rondell Moore. One of those guys could have made it also back to him, and then he didn't need to take two tight ends like okay. he did. Taking three quarterbacks is is pretty gross. So when you when you at when you're at the four or five turn from that, uh, sorry, the three four turn. Wait, right? No, it would no, be the, the four or five turn. It would be okay. the four or five turn. And you take mm-hmm. DJ Moore and Christian Kirk, and you only have one running back at that point. Well, let's see. One, two, three, four, yeah, five, that's, six, that's seven, really where eight running backs team. came off the board before your next pick, and you're left with Kamara and James Cook. And by the way, those are your only three running backs, McCaffrey, Kamara, and Cook. So I think we would prefer a better, you know, one one running back in there before that. J.K. Dobbins would have been the guy. Uh, but, you know, look... You can maybe you just hit it on the waiver wire and you're fine. All right, next team, team two, Richmond Spiders, Justin Jefferson, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Smith. This was another team okay. that waited for a quarterback. They didn't take a quarterback till round nine, and they went with three receivers right off the bat. Yeah, Jefferson, and Wilson, good ones, really good ones. Devontae Smith, Ramondre Stevenson, J.K. Dobbins. Half I like PPR. It. Yeah. Yep. I like these it. next two picks. We didn't love. Maybe one of them would have been fine. Kyle Pitts, George Kittle. Uh, two tight ends was was weird there but you can get away with something like that in a two flex league but why why not get a receiver why not take Traylon burks or jameson williams instead of george kittle yeah he probably should have done that yeah (laughs) i think that i i certainly would have done that i love all those second year receivers so i would have taken a shot on one of them and maybe what he's thinking is he wants to to me this is a manager that wanted to prioritize tight end to a degree, didn't want to. He couldn't take Kelsey at two overall. That's stuff to pull the trigger on. Um, pass up on Mark Andrews in round three. Didn't get the. He had the chance at Hawkinson in round five. He didn't take it. He took Dobbins. And so getting Pitts around six, it's a great value compared to last year. I would imagine that we'll all get a little excited about Pitts, and he'll go sooner than this by the time we get to August. And Kittle is the safeguard in case Pitts messes up. And if they both hit, he can start them both, or he can trade one. So it's it's a move that we don't see very often in drafts, but we also don't participate in a lot of two flex drafts. That's the, kind of the bonus. Right. To it, I just, he could potentially start yeah. both. But I, I agree I with you. You're limiting he could your have absolutely he could have absolutely gone ahead and taken one of those high upside wide receivers. Yeah, George Kittle averaged eleven and a half PPR fantasy points last season, which would have made him wide receiver twenty. In half PPR, that's what Chris Godwin and Jerry Judy averaged. So if he does that, you know, that's a fine spot to take him. I just think you're limiting your upside. Okay, let's go to the next. Let's go to the next uh, team three. I think we're going to have to go a little bit faster on the teams. David will be here forever. So team three started with Jamar Chase, Nick Chubb, Joe Burrow. You got a little stack there. Uh, Chase and Burrow. Chase, Chubb, Burrow, Dalvin Cook, Jerry Judy. My sister's calling me right now. Should I ask her about the 11-11 thing, where it originated? Yeah. Okay. Do I'll, it. Uh, I'll run down the rest of the team. <laughs> uh, Jamar Chase, Nick Chubb, Joe Burrow, Dalvin Cook, Jerry Judy. A very balanced team here. Tyler Algier, Brandon Ayuk. He's basically alternating running back wide receiver with one quarterback in there. It's three of each and a quarterback in his first seven picks. And then a tight end in round eight. It's Dalton Schultz. Cortland Sutton, Elijah Moore, Devin Singletary, uh, I won't read everything. Also, Jared Goff. But the crux, the core of the team is Burrow at quarterback, Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Tyler Algier, 
Jamar Chase, Jerry Judy, Brandon Ayuk, Cortland Sutton. Yeah. You have both Broncos and guys. And Elijah Moore, too. And Dalton Schultz, a tight end. I don't, it's, yeah, it's an okay I, team. I, I, think, I wish he had done a little bit better at wide receiver, taking Cortland Sutton in round nine. Um, who else could he have taken there? Mooney, Zay Jones, maybe. Gabriel Davis probably would have been an interesting pick as well. There, there's just not a lot to love in round nine when you get to wide receivers as far as guys that are going to for sure be you know, number three type guys for you. And this is his number four receiver. Yeah. So if he's getting Sutton in his number four and he's starting Judy and Sutton, he's banking on the Broncos offense rebounding. And with Sean Payton there, I think there's a, a moderate chance of that happening. So I don't hate it. I think this is a good balanced competitive team. A yeah. little old at running back. Wish that depth was a little bit better. But it's, you know, Chase and Burrow. That's an awesome combination. Yeah. And I think, you know, people like, oh, I'm going to go with three wide receiver, this and that. I'm going to do this. Uh, this is just like, yeah, running back, receiver, quarterback, running back, receiver, running back, receiver. That it works. That works too. All right. Team four. But you shouldn't, you shouldn't force yourself into doing it. No, don't force yourself into anything. Fantasy heel is team four. Jonathan Taylor. This is actually the only team that started running back, running back in a half PPR league. So let's okay. see how they did. Let's see how he did. Jonathan Taylor, Travis Etienne, Debo Samuel. I don't like that pick, Dave. Uh, Debo. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not really a 49ers passing game guy in fantasy. Just too many mouths to feed. But yeah, I've got him as a round four pick. All right. So Taylor, Etienne, Debo Samuel, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams. Miles Sanders, George Pickens, Khalil Herbert, two Herberts, Evan Ingram, Sky Moore, Samaje Pirine, KJ Osborne, and then Derek Carbert. Uh, Derek Carr, Juwan Johnson. Um, okay. All right, so I think he salvaged his team a little bit with Evan Ingram in round nine. I think that that was a really good pick. Starting lineup in a half PPR but league the- is Herbert, Taylor, Etn. Debo, love those running backs. Debo and Mike Williams, and then okay. two flexes are Miles Sanders or George and George Pickens. There's also That's, Khalil those Herbert. Those are probably his flexes. Yep. Khalil Herbert, you know, could be a steal there. Um, Sky Moore, Samaje Piranha, Evan Ingram. I don't, I don't love it. But that's because I don't like Debo that much. But if you like, if you're a Debo believer, then this is a good team. I'd say. Would you have rather had Chris Olave? <laughs> like a hundred percent. Yeah. Me too. Would you rather have had DK Metcalf? Yeah. Would you rather have had Chris Godwin? No, but I'd rather have Amari Cooper. I'd rather have Amari Cooper as well. And Hopkins probably. And Hopkins as well. Yes. Okay. Let's go to team five. Austin Eckler, Amonra St. Brown, Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson. Mm. Oh, there's your Raven stack. Christian Watson. Maybe. And a former Raven, Marquise Brown. I actually like this team. Digging this team. Uh, Christian Watson around five. Marquise Brown. Yeah. Jamison Williams. Uh, you know what? I don't know that I like it anymore. Kenneth Gainwell. What? It's so bad at running back. <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell, Antonio Gibson, Michael Thomas, oh. Alexander Madison, John Mechie, Michael Carter, Gus Edwards. I, this is so. the philosophy of, all right, I'm taking Eckler. Hero RB and no running yes. backs until round eight. And then Gainwell, Gibson, Madison, Michael Carter, Gus Edwards, all on the team. Uh, I don't love the philosophy. I think on paper it's a great philosophy, but in reality, 
these guys might not be as good as you think they're going to be if there is an injury to the starter. But I don't know. How do you feel about the team? Well, there's a lot of youth at wide receiver, so you know I'm going to be a big fan of Watson and Jamison Williams. Of course, if Watson's with Jordan Love, I don't know if round five is going to be the right time to take him. You might take him a full round later. But I love I love the receiver depth. Good veteran and Michael Thomas on his bench. Uh, and I like the hero RB strategy. I like it uh, quite a bit. Did he pick the right guys? So he took Kenneth Gainwell. He could have had Khalil Herbert. He took Antonio Gibson. I would have taken Gainwell over Herbert. Uh, he took Antonio Gibson. He could have had Fournette. I think I would have rather had Fournette. He could have had Kareem Hunt. I might have taken Kareem Hunt over him too. So he could have done a little bit better with that third running back spot. He might have been able to. No, I guess not. He wouldn't have been able to get Herbert coming back. I, I, I This is a good strategy, and I think you'll see this for a lot of people this year who want to take a, a stud running back and then they just fall in love with other receivers. And in a league yeah. with two flex spots and two wide receivers, it's easy to do that. Receivers are going to be very deep this year. Okay. And so you can go ahead and take advantage of that depth, and then you're just going to stream RB2 basically all season long. All right, Dave, I'm sorry. I think I have to speed this up. Uh, Cooper Cup is the sixth pick in the draft. Let's take a look at Gritty Iron Gang. Cooper Cup, Patrick Mahomes, Najee Harris, DeAndre Hopkins. Love it. Joe Mixon. Imagine Round draft, five. Imagine drafting this team last year. Cut Mahomes, Najee, Hopkins, <laughs> Mixon with your first five picks. Right, right, right. You'd T- think you won the league. Yeah. Tyler Lockett, Traylon Burks, A.J. Dillon, Kareem Hunt, and just some bench depth after that. But love this team, except no tight end until the last two picks, Trey McBride and Daniel Bellinger. He's streaming tight streaming end. Tight McBride end. has a he's got a wide open shot to be a useful fantasy tight end in Arizona. I'm excited about McBride. I think he's a terrific late round pick. So that was a good pick. His first three receivers are all 30 years old or older. So that, <laughs> Cup, that's Hopkins, a little Lockett. problematic and you might ding him for that. And we don't know what's going to happen to Joe Mixon, but he's got a lot of big names and he's got Mahomes as his anchor at quarterback. I would imagine that this would be a competitive team. I, I'd like it a little bit better in full PPR than half. Team seven, trial and error, is Travis Kelsey, Jalen Hurts, Oof. Aaron When's Jones. the last time we saw a tight end quarterback with the first two picks in a one QB league? I think it's I you could, oh, never. I mean, I've, I, I don't know that I've ever seen it because. All right. So I'm really excited to see how this team turns out. I mean, in my leagues, because in quarterback, quarterbacks hardly ever go in the first two rounds in, in our leagues anyway. But Kelsey Hurts, Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin. Mike Evans, Kadarius Tony. This is a another team that waited until round eight to get a second RB, and it was Ezekiel Elliott, which is interesting because this could have been AJ Dillon instead of Zeke. And I just wonder having Aaron Jones if this team yeah, said, No, cool. I don't want AJ Dillon also. Right. Uh Tyler then your Boyd. starting running backs in, on your fantasy team are both in Green Bay. How did you feel about the Tyler Boyd pick, Dave? <laughs> Loved every minute of it. Yes. Great pick. There are literally 30 other people you could have taken ahead of Tyler Boyd. Deontay Tyler Boyd Foreman. might not be a Bengal next year, by the way. Deontay Foreman, Donovan Peoples Jones, Jarek McKinnon, Paris Campbell, Geno Smith. So a starting lineup of Jalen Hurts, Aaron Jones, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Keenan Allen, McLaurin, Mike Evans, Kadarius Tony, and Travis Kelsey. Uh-huh. A lot of 
aged pass catchers on this team too, just like the team prior that we talked about. I think I like the 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 team with Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, and Tyler Lockett better. I feel like these receivers are a little bit closer to the end of the line. Allen, Evans, especially. Kelsey's gotta come through for a monster year, and so does Hertz. And you've you've got a problem at running back because I don't think Zeke is going to be in a position to score as many touchdowns as he did last year. So far, I hate to tell you a trial and error, but so far this is my least favorite team. Oh, I don't I don't know. I like this. I love I love the first three picks. Kelsey, Hertz, Aaron Jones. And if you have a solid Yeah, I'm not complaining about that. Right. Just I know how it actually works out. It's your roster looks He could have had Hopkins instead of Allen. Um no, he could Lauren, I won't fight not. He he could not have. In round four? Oh, yes, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's um, okay. You, I accept your apology. Um, Mike Evans, he could have had Tyler Algier instead, or Miles Sanders, or even Alvin Kamara if he wanted to just get a running back piece to avoid the whole headache of the RB2. Uh, Kadarius Sony is going to be a risk no matter what. He could have had Deontay Johnson. Could have had Jahan Dotson. I'm probably taking Damian Pierce instead of Terry McLaurin in round five. Like, oh, hell yeah. I just feel like hell McLaurin yeah. is kind of who he is. Pierce is a round three pick to me. I'm ready to sign on Damian Pierce. Yeah, name. he went 60th. He was the last pick of round five. Okay. For the steal of the draft. Uh, p- team eight, right? Eight. Yeah. Team eight is Stellar G's. Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen, Javante Williams, DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson, Calvin Ridley, Brian Robinson, Jacoby Myers, second tight end, Greg Dulcich, and then four running backs just to take a shot. Zamir White, Jamal Williams, Damian Harris, Donovan or Zonovan Knight, and then David Bell with his last pick. I, lo- I really like this team. So this is a completely different build than several other teams that we've had. This is a build where he went running back heavy in a half PPR where you only must start two wide receivers. And so he's banking on trying to own a bunch of great running backs to make his team pop. And he kind of went, I'm going to say he went hero wide receiver with Tyreek Hill first, but he kind of didn't because he got Calvin Ridley in round six. And I think that that's a very good pick. That's, I like why, this team. that's why it's my favorite team, I think, because of Ridley. Because he's got Ridley yeah. late. And that's and, and you should think about that when you're listening to fantasy analysts. Just, all it takes is when you're listening to a fantasy analyst is to see a team that has maybe two players that they like more than other than other analysts do. I'm not an analyst, but and then they're like, Oh, I yes, like that are. team. So right, that I, if that were Mike Evans instead of Calvin Ridley, I wouldn't like it as much. I agree. I wouldn't either. I don't love Hawkinson in round five. I just don't think he's a round five player, but if he if they throw the ball a ton again and Thielen's gone, then I could see Hawkinson just having a lot of volume. Yeah. Okay. Next team. I, I think Hawkinson in round five is good in full PPR. The running backs are definitely a little sus because you've got Javante coming back from his injury. Swift consistently gets hurt. Robinson, we don't know if he's ever going to be anything more than just a, a running downs guy. So uh, this team, this team could blow up pretty quickly, or it could Come back to earth, and he could finish in second to last place. All right. Mo- I really need my glasses. Moon I delight. can't read these team names. Moon Delight. Moon Delight. I'm just going to expand the window a little. Moon Delight. Saquon Barkley all the way at nine. CD Lamb. Nice. Okay, this is the best team. This is not even close. <laughs> this is the best team. Saquon Barkley, CD Lamb, Josh Jacobs in the ninth pick of round three. Amari Cooper. Drake London, James Conner, who 
might just be all by himself in Arizona's backfield. Or might not be in Arizona at all. Deontay Johnson. I, I think he'll end up there, but we'll see. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Leonard Fournette, Gabe Davis. I love his name. Cole Komet. So Deshaun Watson and Tua at quarterback, Cole Komet and Chigakonkwo at tight end. Other than that, it's Barkley and Jacobs and Connor. Lamb, Cooper, what. London. This this is by far the best team, Dave. By far. This this drafter just took what the board gave him. What does that mean? It means he took the best available player pretty much regardless of position with every pick he made. Saquon Barkley's closer to like fifth, sixth, seventh for me than ninth. Great pick. C.D. Lamb falling that far into round two. You love to see it. Josh Jacobs in round three. We don't know where he's going to play, even if he's in Las Vegas. And even if he takes a big step back this year, great pick. Amari Cooper, he's worth considering as a number two wide receiver. Great pick. Drake London, tons of upside. Good pick. James Conner, we'll see. Deontay Johnson, good pick. And Deshaun Watson, thinking about him on the field only. We, we He finished last season strong. He's got a chance to be even stronger with a full offseason in the Browns program and not being forced to miss months of action along the way. Huge upside. I, I love this team. This is my favorite team too, Adam. Yeah, well, it waited on quarterback and tight end. Watson was the 10th quarterback off the board. Um, so that was one way to do it. Okay, next up. Would you like team this team if he had 10. Dak Prescott instead of yeah. Deshaun? Yeah, yeah. I think I would I too. Would. If he had Kirk Cousins, I wouldn't love it as much, but I'd still like it. Okay, team 10. 10. BC. BC. Actually, we say BCE now. Uh, Stefan Diggs. Derek Henry, Chris Olave, DK Metcalf, Cam Akers, Trevor Lawrence. What a start. Love those picks. Diggs, Henry, Olave, Metcalf, Akers, Trevor Lawrence, David Montgomery, Jahan Dotson, Pat Fryermuth, MVS, Khalil Shakir, Alec Pierce, Raheem Mostert, Jalen Warren. I... I got to tell you, Moondalite, you better be careful. BC is coming at you. This is another great team. Diggs, Henry, Olave, Metcalf, Akers, Lawrence, Montgomery, Dotson, Fryermuth. That's the core of the team. Good job. Where's his, where's his depth weakest? <laughs> well, he only has Fryermuth and he only has Lawrence, but if we forget about that. Um, That's it. His, his receiving depth is really good. His, his running, running back, back depth, depth is, is fine. Yeah, it's fine for now. This is a, this is a good competitive team. Team eleven, Shy Town's finest. Chai Ta- Shy or Chai? Shy. Shy Town. Brees Hall, Devontae Adams, Tony Pollard, Justin Fields, Isaiah Pacheco. So we we established this one an hour ago. This is like the shoot for the moon team. type of team. Yeah, Brees Hall, Devontae Adams, Tony Pollard, Justin Fields, Isaiah Pacheco, Michael Pittman, Rashad White, Darren Waller, Zay Jones, Wandale Robinson, Patterson, Hubbard, Curtis Samuel, Adam Thielen. Let's do a starting lineup real quick. Justin Fields at quarterback, Darren Waller at tight end, Brees Hall and Tony Pollard, Devontae Adams and Michael Pittman. And your two flex are going to be Pacheco and either Rashad White or Zay Jones or Wandale Robinson. Yeah, we've we've seen better lineups on other teams. I do like it though. I mean, it is risky. I do too, but it's it's it, he's gonna. If we had to grade, 
he would be right in the middle. Okay. Maybe a little bit closer to like a, a B than a B minus. It's and a good team. I, I'm I'm I would be I would be happy with the upside of this team, but a lot can go wrong with the team. And here's Glom. Glom had the twelfth pick, Ken Walker, AJ Brown. We had an auto pick of Dallas Goddard and maybe of Chris Godwin. So that's the team's not going to end up too favorable because of that. But then you get Damian Pierce at the end of round five. Pretty good. Dak Prescott. So what if we switched it? What if we put Damian Pierce at the end of round three and Dallas Goddard at the end of round five? Perfect. Yeah. Is that a little bit better? Yeah. I think it's a little bit better. So I'll reread it then. Ken Walker, Please. AJ Brown, Damian Pierce, Chris Godwin, Dallas Goddard, Dak Prescott, Brandon Cooks, Juju Smith-Schuster, Elijah Mitchell, Darnell Mooney, Rashad Penny, Alan Lazard, DJ Chark, and Zach Paschal. Uh, starting lineup is Prescott, Ken Walker, Damian Pierce, AJ Brown, Chris Godwin, Dallas Goddard at tight end, and then your two flexes are going to be, you know, Brandon Cooks, Juju Smith-Schuster, Darnell Mooney, Elijah Moore, Rashad Penny. We'll see where he ends. Elijah up. Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell. Sorry. Yeah. Um, well, Mitchell will be hurt by week two. So I don't know if <laughs> start him in the flex. Uh, this team is better in full PPR than half PPR. So it makes me a little bit nervous to say that it would be a great team. Don't I, I don't need, agree. He would need Walker and Pierce to have monster seasons. The running backs are great for yeah. half PPR or non-PPR. I think the three best players on the team are better in half PPR in Ken Walker, A.J. Brown, and Damian Pierce. But Godwin is a full-fledged PPR dynamo. Goddard's fine either way. Half or full, doesn't matter. Dak is a step down a quarterback compared to the rest of the league. I'd rather have Cooks in a full PPR. Same thing with Juju. Um, Mooney isn't necessarily a, a bad half PPR receiver. I just don't know if he'll ever be anything more than a number three guy. This I, seems not bad. It's okay. It's just yeah. not. It's, it's not my favorite. The sweet spot to me was um, it, Moon Delight. Moon Delight's going to get my pick for best team. All right, Moon Delight. It was eighth. No, it was ninth. And BC was tenth. And they started their teams with Barkley, Lamb, Jacobs, and Diggs, Henry, Olave, respectively. So they had great starts. Um, last thing I want to say about Glom's team, the team that picked 12th, is I don't love your 7-8 turn. You went Brandon Cooks and Juju Smith-Schuster. I wish, you know, I, I would have thrown Jahan Dotson in there or somebody yes. that could still break out. I, I don't Jacoby think Myers it's going to happen. Jacoby Myers exactly who you're talking about. I mean, I'm not really, I'm, I don't really feel, Bateman? I don't really feel the same way that about Myers that Jamie does. You got to see where he ends up. He could I end up signing a monster deal with the Patriots and I, then yeah. he's the same guy. I just think he's Jacoby Myers basically, but um, he didn't have and, that and many that's options. And another receiver who's better in full PPR. He didn't have that many options to hit upside, but I think Jahan Dotson, I would have taken over another kind of, not that Juju's old, but another guy who I think has peaked, you know, Cooks and Juju have just peaked. All right. Hey, everybody, thank you. Dave, thanks for organizing this. This was a great idea. Should we do it again? Yeah, we'll do it in a month or so, something like that. Works for me. This was a lot of fun. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Thank you to everybody who participated. Yeah, big thanks to you all and for Schaefer and Jamie for hanging out out as well. Uh, See you, everybody, later. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.